Hello, I'm David. And I'm Sanibel. And this is The, the Charcuterie, Charcuterie Board, where we meet once a week and talk about whatever, whatever we, we want. want. Hello, Sanibel. Hello, David. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. What are we drinking tonight? Oh, uh, I have the bottle. You have the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Da Vinci Pinot Grigio. It's very good, actually. My brother and sister-in-law bought it, I think. So oh, I don't know where it's from. Thank you. I think I've seen this in like the grocery store and stuff. Probably. Yeah. It's really good though. Cheers I to I like that. it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's Very beautiful. Nice. Cool. It, you see, I was listening to the episode that we did with, or, the, mason with the mason jars. It just does not do it justice. Mm -hmm. The clinking of the wine glasses is just yeah, no. chef's mm -hmm. kiss. It sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. What are we talking about tonight? Tonight is the episode about the paranormal. Mm. So we've done true crime. We said that we would do one about ghost stories. Mm -hmm. So now this is where okay. I say this and I hope I thrive. Um, yes. I say is... this because I kind of, I feel like I butchered the uh, t storytelling aspect of the true crime. No. And you were great. So now I feel like we're turning it around. But you know what it is? I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and it's just, you get kind of used to the way that they speak yeah. and you just kind of imitate it. And also I love true crime. I'm super passionate about it. I think it's very interesting. And I love a good ghost story. Exactly. So I have high hopes for yours. You have a big story and you haven't really told me about it because you wanted to keep it. Yeah. Try real hard. I know. I know. I'm really excited to hear it. But um, I guess before we go into our stories for people who are not familiar with what paranormal. Yes. Stuff if you have been living is. under a rock and don't oh, have yeah. Google or seen any <laughs> horror movie for the Some past. Some people don't. Some people truly avoid okay. paranormal or scary There's nothing stuff. wrong with anything mm -hmm. I just said. You can live under a rock. You don't have to watch any horror movies. It's fine. That's um, right questions <laughs> yes yeah, so paranormal what does that encompass it encompasses everything that you you put it pretty eloquently yeah, so out there para for paranormal mm -hmm. means i think outside of or next to or something like that yeah the norm the norm of mm -hmm. what we're used to so it's just something that we don't understand yep so that's what paranormal is same with um what was it supernatural supernatural yes, yes. um watching hill house steve had like a pretty good way of describing it or mm -hmm. whoever wrote for steve anyway said that supernatural is just something that they don't realize is natural because they don't know what it is like we science, just don't have an explanation science, for it yeah used to be what they thought of supernatural but right. now it's natural because we True. know we understand it mm -hmm. so ghosts so, yeah just stuff things that we don't understand you know the spiritual realm what happens after we die even like demonic stuff too heaven false. hell yeah. possession uh all that all of that stuff is David's forte. Not forte, but you really like learning yeah. about it and, and reading about it. I like so. learning about it. I like reading about it, like watching about it. Yeah. Doesn't mean I know all that much about it. You know, it. I will tell you this. Paranormal stuff scares me more than like horror stuff. Oh, same. Like I'll watch Saw and whatever all day. Yeah. But if you give me like a like the conjuring, I'm like, oh fuck. Like <laughs> now I have to sleep with all my lights on. Exactly. And after yeah. watching Paranormal Activity, I to this day actually no, to this day I'm pretty good. But for years mm -hmm feet out of the covers it's just that you know it's something that you don't understand you don't know if it's you know some people believe in it some people don't i personally you know i'm in the kind of camp in the middle where like i do think that paranormal stuff exists and i definitely think that there are like i believe in ghosts i do and people are probably rolling their eyes right now but also growing up like with our culture like that's true we're raised to believe in this very kind of spiritual yeah. yeah hispanic culture cuban culture in particular because there's so much like 
origin and roots in like African traditions mm -hmm. and there's a lot of spirituality and things like brujeria, which is like a form. It's, not, it's the direct translation is witchcraft, but it's not necessarily like witchcraft, like a cauldron, you know, like yeah. what you're thinking of. But it's a very spiritual thing, and basically, santeria, and all. santeria, all that stuff teaches you to kind of open your mind to the possibility of uh, realms or or dimensions or worlds outside of what we understand yeah. like the natural world, you know. So cool to me. It is super cool. So I, I mean, hello, I have. We like astrology. We like crystals. Yeah. We love all that kind of stuff. So, of course, this is going to be like totally in that realm. In that realm. So, yeah. So, I think it would, it, it's been a long time coming for us to have mm -hmm. this as one of our episodes. I'm really excited to hear your story. All right. So, my story. Take it away. If anyone is familiar with the Conjuring movies, mm -hmm. this immediately I was like, oh, okay. I want to look up some stories that Ed and Lorraine Warren did. Mm -hmm. And Ed and Lorraine Warren, um, they are a married couple who one Lorraine is uh, clairvoyant so mm -hmm. she can see things that other people cannot mm -hmm. she is able to communicate with the dead with spirits she can see you know mm -hmm. like I said things that aren't there does when you're clairvoyant does that mean that you can see like your premonitions you can see the future or yes, okay but also like currently like let's say gotcha. you have like a like in the movie, I'm sure it's exaggerated, mm -hmm. but like there, there are some parts where there's like dark entities attached to yes. families that are like very, yeah. Um, and there's a lot going on, a lot of negativity. So they, mm -hmm. the like, they latch on to that negative energy, right? And she's and she able can to see that, you know, perceive that. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of stuff that she can do. And he okay. does not have any abilities like that, but he has studied stuff like this. So mm -hmm. they are known. I don't know if it's self proclaimed but mm -hmm. they are known as demonologists okay so they study demons Very possessions cool. uh haunted houses that's amazing all of that so i was like all right they're famous and they have so many they did yeah. amityville horror which was yes up in, they investigated that one too that was yeah. on long island yeah uh they did the two conjuring movies um mm -hmm. and so i found the brooklyn nope that's incorrect the brookfield <laughs> demon murder case mm -hmm. which was if anyone knows about it the devil made me do it like that is what that quote, I don't know if that's what the original quote is from. Right, but right, like, right, right. This was legit this guy's alibi. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, okay. All right. Yeah. Where? So where is this? Brookfield? Brookfield. I want to say Connecticut. Okay. Connecticut's a spooky place. Isn't there a haunting in Connecticut? All these different yes. like movies and stuff. Is it, all of those like New England states or like up north they're just haunted as hell. And you know what it is? It's probably because they were like settled earlier than, than Probably, we yeah. They were the early early yeah. settlements so there's a ton of yeah so spooky stuff so when i first looked into this i was like oh, all right cool it's this guy not cool but um interesting, <laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> at first i was like oh it may not be that interesting because it's like i when i first read it if it, it was very short it was like all right homeboy killed his landlord by mm -hmm. stabbing him a bunch of times with a i think i go say a, a, a pocket knife a pocket knife okay horrific and he said oh the devil made me do it i don't remember doing it and yeah. i was like that's Is it that it but then i actually looked at interviews with ed and lorraine mm -hmm. warren which were a little lengthy and honestly a little even for me slightly far-fetched mm -hmm. so i was like okay all right <laughs> i mean there's always got to be a little bit of that like question you always the question yeah have, so. so the story isn't even about the guy that did it mm -hmm. it's about how it got to him okay so, so start from the beginning from the beginning it all started with um so arnie johnson mm -hmm. is the guy's name um the his, man who stabbed his landlord correct okay so his fiance's younger brother who's 11 years old mm -hmm. 
his parents thought he was possessed. Okay. At some point, they found out he was possessed, but at first they thought he was just throwing a fit. Yeah. They throw a fit here and there. He would complain about seeing this, like, creepy old man, like, in his room who had, like, really, like, wrinkly skin with, like, pointed ears and dark black eyes and, like, hooves for feet. Oh. Yeah. So Satan. Yeah. So, <laughs> and the parents were like, okay, no. Um, <laughs> but then it happened more and more frequently and mm-hmm. it got more and more aggressive and violent. Wonderful. So they were like, um, priest. So. <laughs> yeah. I think that when your child is seeing hooved entities in their room at night, like over yeah, and over just, again. Yeah, just like constantly like taunting him. Well, I mean, that sounds pretty scary. Yeah. So at first they were like, he's little. David. Well, oh, and his name is David. Oh, wonderful. Of course. <laughs> it's like David's is trying to get out of his chores. And, but no, it's like, it was a recurring thing. So they were like, okay. Nope. Maybe this is an actual problem. Let's so, involve a priest. Yeah. He would like wake up like night terrorists who would be crying hysterically and all this stuff. Um, so finally they reached out to a priest to like come and cleanse the house as one would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they found this guy, Father Dennis, who was a local uh, priest at a camera that St. Joseph's Church, I think it was. I could be wrong, but I think it's St. Joseph's Church. Um, and he went to go and bless the house. And then he saw David and he thought that he may have been uh, learning disabled. Yeah. So he didn't really know how to handle that. He's mm-hmm. like, I can't tell if this is like an actual possession or if this is part of his. This was like condition, in the yeah. Late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. So like, there were still a lot of misunderstandings about exactly. Health, so yeah. he's like, I don't know how to handle this. So yeah. I, he contacted Adam Lorraine Warren. He's like, I don't really know what to do with this. So they were like, okay, this may not be anything. So let's contact somebody. I know someone with a similar situation with their son, a doctor. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and uh, Lorraine actually is the one who reached out and she was like, hey, with or without the medication, like, are these any side effects or anything near this? Or typical of the the disease or whatever it is. And they were like, no, Mm -hmm. that is nowhere near. So like, okay, obviously we have to check this out. So they went, they checked him out and he was off the rails. The kid was off the rails. He was, they had to like have four or five guys like hold him down. Yikes. It's an 11 year old kid. Yeah. That sh- should not require that much force. I got to show you later. I saw a photo of the parents and the dad is like this big burly, like lumberjack looking dude. And he couldn't hold his 11 year old son down like in the bed. That's not. And I showed you the photo of him being oh, held yes. on by his mom. Yeah. Not held down. He was holding his mom down. Yeah. They were trying to get her off of him. It was insane. So they, um, brought in multiple priests like at the same time to come and like bless the house and try cleansing it. They even brought an exorcist over to the house and they were like, Oh, don't stand close to him. Cause he has a tendency to like reach out and like punch the shit out of you. Yeah. So as soon as he stepped back, the kid, like he was in fetal position. He like got up, went straight to the like floor. And then he like bolted to the bathroom and was like hysterically laughing, like cackling. So they were like, nope. (laughs) So they broke down the door, got him out, took him to the convent, Mm -hmm. which I will post on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, It showed in the interview, like all the little still images. Yeah, we'll post images of all this stuff so you guys can get an idea of what it all looks like. Yeah. So they went to the convent where they attempted the first exorcism. And that didn't go well. Like nothing happened. Like they weren't able to get anything out. Nothing. It I've was noticed still the same. that, like at least in movies and stuff, like for exorcism, it's not just one and done. Like sometimes no. it's got to be multiple exorcisms before these people are like. Exactly. So they tried it again at the local church, but they took him to like the se- the cellar mm-hmm. of the church. So while I can't remember if it was the first one or the second time that they tried that, while they were there, Ed Warren went back to the house and he started. What was the term? 
he was doing uh, what he called religious provocation. Okay. Which he, it's you bring in different religious items. Items. In okay. this case, he had holy water. Okay. And he was just kind of sprinkling it all over the house, and, and then seeing he if hit he got like, a reaction. Exactly. Out of the kid? Okay. So again, nobody was at the house. They were at the church, like watching over him, mm-hmm. praying for him, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he hits a rocking chair, and the rocking chair immediately starts like swinging back and back and forth violently. That's Side terrifying. note: This is the premise for Conjuring Three that comes out this year. Oh, so you guys are getting a taste of what the story is going to be about. So this is what I did the research on, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to see what parts of this they use in the movie. Oh, you're going to be like I'm so judging excited. it when you're in like, there. Um, this didn't happen. That's not historical. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and once that started happening, he started hearing coming from the cellar. Like he said, it sounded like someone had two by fours and was just banging them on the ceiling. Oh, and shit. then he heard like a deep, like guttural, like growls coming from the cellar. And he was like, I ran out at that point. Of I course don't. he looked, there's nobody down there. Oh, you looked. Yeah. I mean, as, demonologist, as white of people course. do. As white people do. <laughs> <laughs> the Hispanic person yeah. would be like, yeah, nope, I'm out of here. Burn it. <laughs> burn it. <laughs> Actually, I'll burn it. Yeah. <laughs> Salt, burn, holy water. Goodbye. So for, I believe the second attempt at an exorcism, which was an all nighter, he, uh, Ed, went back to i think his house he went to his office and he was trying to do something on his own while mm-hmm. the exorcism was happening he was trying to drown out not drown out but pull out he thought it was one demon mm-hmm. that was possessing this uh david mm-hmm. he said according to him that there were actually 43 different demons different devils that were in this kid that were coming out. 43. How did 43. you get to that figure? I do not know. Okay. He said they were coming at him like a kaleidoscope. Like that's what he was seeing. Just like a kaleidoscope Jesus. of demons. And he was like. Do they know why that child was, was possessed? So. Okay. We're getting there. They like finally said at the end like, well, why this child? Because yeah. you know, it's like fucking like. It's one of those weird like Love late night accent, shows. Yeah. Well, why did they choose this child to possess? And they're like, well, this is the reason. I'm like. Was there a reason? I didn't realize that they... How did you know? Yeah. So apparently uh, the mom and the sister uh, came across some... Arnie like yelled out. He's like, just take me, whatever, anything. Just get out of... Like, leave my little buddy alone, whatever. Just take me. Yeah, so he was kind of like provoking them. them. Yeah. Yeah. And it... Transferred attachment. So got into him. Nice. He just went off. He was gone for two... Then at another... A little bit later, Mm -hmm. it wasn't an immediate thing, Mm -hmm. obviously, because, you know, obviously this shit takes time. Mm -hmm. But a little bit later, they were all together. And then Arnie left for a couple hours and came back. And he had no recollection of those two hours. Supposedly, this is, Mm -hmm. you know, the interview and the stories and the articles I've been reading. He has no recollection of what happened in those two hours. Apparently, in those two hours, he stabbed their landlord to death with a pocket knife. And that's super out of character for the guy because he's very was, out of character. Yeah. He's always like in bed at a certain time. He's always very good with the family. Mm-hmm. So he's always very helpful. He's very kind. He's very, you know, stand up guy. He, I think he was sentenced. They ended up um, getting him for manslaughter instead of murder. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Because they could, because they wanted to do the, he claimed the devil made him do it. Mm-hmm. You know, he so was they, saying the voices in oh, his head. Oh, so he did like stuff. an insanity plea. Well, no. Oh, it wasn't an insanity plea. It was a I was possessed. So it was a demonic possession. And which at the time, the court would not take Ed and Lorraine Warren's like tapes. They wouldn't take their Their testimonies or nothing. Even the priests, they would not let them nothing. But then, of course, like five or 10 years later for a different case, Mm -hmm. they took it and it worked. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what case it was, but 
Um, so in, I think it was supposed to be like 10 to 20 years for the manslaughter, but he mm-hmm. got off in four. And now he's like, oh, and him and his fiance did end up getting married while he was in prison. <laughs> for murdering somebody. I mean, you know. I don't know how I feel about that. because And he like has a job and they're married yeah, and whatever. Yeah. Now David is fine now. I was going to ask what happened. They're all fine now. It's all okay. PG key and it's normal now for them. Did, did David ever get uh, diagnosed with anything afterwards? Mm-mm. They don't. He's normal now. Yeah, not possessed. We should hope. I mean, we well, hope, that we know that we know of. Right? We'll see what happens in the movie. Right? How long ago was what year was this in? Nineteen eighty. Oh, so this is some time ago. So mm. that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, oh, another thing I forgot mm-hmm. to mention. He, uh, David, at some point, he made this little like assembly uh, dinosaur toy, mm-hmm. and then at some point, it's like a stand. It's like a the like a lego thing but it's not legos it's it, you know it's they give you instructions how yeah. to build a dinosaur right but it's not supposed to be a mobile one okay or do anything it's just there it's a toy. yeah it's a model yeah thank you um at some point during all of this spookiness mm-hmm. the toy started walking okay that's crazy and then uh like demon voices were coming out of it saying they're all gonna die like you have to leave. Oh my god! So very excited to see what. Did toy they record use. this? Is it recorded or is it just pictures? Images? It's just pictures. Damn it! I mean, they weren't ready for that. No, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't think anyone ever is. If something just randomly started walking and talking in your room, I think I would just pass out. If I do, I'm still gonna look up some recordings or see if I can find some recordings because mm-hmm. they claim that they had some recordings, mm-hmm. and I was like, where are they? So if I can find them, I'm gonna post them on Instagram. Oh god, that'd be so cool. Um. But at the moment, I don't have any to post it on yeah. there. So, is that the end of the story? It's pretty much uh, the end of pretty much or some like loose ends. Like the exorcist that was doing it was like Scored. terribly affected. Like he could not do it anymore. Wow. Yeah. Um. Some of the priests were like, "Nope, I'm out." Tapping like out. left, moved, gone. Yeah. And I think once you witness something like that, and if it's really convincing and it's really like true, then you're changed as a person. They also had six priests. For this exorcism, three of them directly from the Vatican. Fun fact. Nice. The Vatican was like, take care of that shit. Yeah. Get that kid. Get David under control. Yeah. That's crazy. So. Oh my god. I don't know. I, it's super horrifying. fun. Yeah, that sounds horrifying. Um, I'm so excited for the movie. I'm sure the movie will be great. That sounds like it. it they can make a really good movie out of that for sure. Gosh, you know, I don't. Do you ever watch these shows um, like Ghost Hunter or Ghost Adventures? I used to, yeah. It's just oh got shit out of me. When they're like God. the night vision in an abandoned like asylum. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. So like that's been my background in like paranormal stuff because I, I like to watch a show. Sometimes it's a little like, you know, as a stretch. Or like a haunting. Yes. Where yeah. they'll do like the dark interviews of someone because mm-hmm. they don't won't show their faces yeah. and they'll reenact them. Yes, they're oh terrifying. God. But I really like ghost adventures because I mean sometimes it's just funny, but other times it's pretty good. There's one that I was watching where it was like um I think it was either like a hotel or like an apartment complex that was um, really significantly like haunted. There was a lot of like activity and it was in a pretty sketchy area. Um, they interviewed some of the people, the tenants that live there and they're like, listen, like we don't really believe in this kind of stuff, but I have seen and heard so much crap happening here. Like children running in the hallway when there's no children that live here. Um, Ooh, just fun. Yeah, things, you know, doors locking, just negative energies, a smell, because a, a big thing that yeah. it, for, like, demonic possessions or demonic presence is, like, the smell of, like, rot, like sulfur. Like rotting meat. Yeah, because yeah. they say in hell, you know, there's the pits of sulfur or exactly. whatever, right? So, also cold spots. And cold spots, yeah, changes in temperature and stuff. So they do that in um, 
the show where they kind of um they have the different devices and stuff where they measure like temperature changes yes so like it'll it'll alarm yeah as soon as the temperature drops right they'll be like look over here it's like 90 something degrees and over here it's like 70 degrees like randomly mm-hmm. um and then also they'll do like a lockdown where they stay overnight and put video cameras throughout the place that they're investigating yeah. night vision obviously so you can see what's going on and they have different devices like these things called um spirit boxes oh yeah those like, are they'll so send out creepy. like yeah they'll send out like um these different like it's like a, a vibrate no it sounds like something's screaming or something i'm not sure but basically they'll ask a question they'll cover the box where they're asking a question and they'll let it ring and then sometimes whatever like voices come through mm-hmm. that it'll amplify so yeah. you get like intelligent responses like they'll be like is anybody in here and they'll be like yes i'm here and it's something just really clear like one one that i saw was um they were like in this uh bar from like the 1800s like a cowboy style bar mm-hmm. or whatever and they were somebody asked a question in the spirit box and the guy was like oh you know is anybody here or whatever and the thing said would you like another Clear oh, as day, clear as day. It was super creepy. But the one that I was telling you about that was really scary was the the hotel apartment complex one. They set up cameras there, and they went to go investigate the the rest of the, of the place. Before they set up the cameras, they did like a walkthrough, and I guess they saged the place a little bit, or they did something to it. Mm-hmm. They, and they accidentally touched like they had like a it was like a storage unit under under the apartment complex, and they had like a fan that was just sitting there. And when they were saging it or passing through it or whatever, they accidentally brushed against the, the the fan. They didn't think much of it. They they filmed the entire night, did their thing, their investigation. They're watching the the cameras down there, and randomly out of nowhere, and it's a it's a fan, a ceiling fan that's just like sitting on something, mm-hmm. got completely knocked across the room, like. You, oh. The amount of force that it takes to push that—it's not like something. Like it's just, not light. It's not like it <laughs> fell over. No, yeah. it was like thrown across the room. Damn. Yeah, so when I saw that, I was like, that's pretty scary. Like, to think that. And they, they said there was a lot of activity. There, In that particular episode, they had a lot of activity, a lot of stuff recorded. So it's yeah. like, I definitely think that some of that stuff is, is true. I think that, obviously, in, in that particular show, they may exaggerate things sometimes yeah. for, like, TV value. But they're, they they do catch things every once in a while. But, but yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, my story is a ghost story. Okay. Kind of. Um and it's interesting because it has to do with like a celebrity. So I this actually was something that I watched on Ghost Adventures. Um, but I thought that it was really interesting because I I personally like am super, super obsessed with Sharon Tate. I think mm-hmm. you know, I love her movies and the story behind her life and stuff. And um, I think one of the things she's obviously best known for is uh, or she's infamous for is, you know, the the Manson murders, right? So she and a few of her friends were staying in her Beverly Hills home. And this is like in, I think it was August 9th, 1969. They were having like a little get together. Um, she was eight and a half months pregnant at the time. She was okay. 26 years old, which is the real tragedy that she was literally our age. Yeah. <laughs> eight and a half months old. <laughs> Put that in perspective. Pregnant with um, this famous director. His name is Roman Polanski. Actually. Oh, yeah. 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 The guy who did The Exorcist. Yeah. Oh, um, go fucking figure. Let's go figure. Yeah. Um, he How was. that way? No, he was, <laughs> he was in London at the time filming or doing a project over there. And she was just, you know, obviously pregnant as heck, mm-hmm. about to pop. And she was hanging out with some friends in their home in Beverly Hills. And um, at the time, there was the, you know, Charles Manson, like, 
his following or his people or whatever were, were in the California area. And the story is, is that he actually, Manson, wanted to be a musician. He was a musician. Like yeah. He wrote and composed songs and sang or whatever. And he had tried to become famous. And before he had his little cult, he had gone to the house where they were staying at, which was previously rented by somebody else. The people who lived there before were record producer people. Like they, they were in the music yeah. industry. And I guess Manson had gone there at that time to try to pitch his music and stuff. And they like were like, no, we don't we don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, we don't we're not gonna help you. That was a while ago, while before all these murders happened. So obviously he he developed his call and these people were like blindly following him. And one of his things was that he wanted to get kind of like revenge on those uh, people. So he sent some of his uh, followers to that house, not knowing who lived there now. Right. But just oh. to go. Yeah. He didn't know oh, that it was f- Sharon Tate and, and them. He just thought that like, oh, I've been there before. I think those people live there. So it's like a revenge thing. Love that. Um, but they had already moved out. They weren't living there anymore. Yeah. Um, so they go and these people kill everyone. They were, yeah. And Sharon Tate, you know, she was eight and a half months pregnant. They killed her. Unfortunately, her baby died too. And it was really horrific. It was super, obviously, very, very famous. Like, one of the things that they did is, like, they took the blood from, like, the people that they killed and they wrote, like, pigs like, oh, on what? the wall. Yeah, it was. My it was, God. It was very graphic. And, like, in a in Beverly Hills, you know, these people are super famous and super rich. I think one of her friends was, uh, you know, Folgers Coffee. Yes. She was the heiress to the fortune of the Folgers Coffee. She was the daughter of the guy who, you know. I guess she won't be waking up anymore. <sighs> oh, shut up. <laughs> You think you're fine. That's just a dad joke. You're ready. You're ready for father- fatherhood. Um, but yeah, so so jokes aside, they were all brutally murdered. And um, you know, that happened, and obviously the Manson people they took responsibility for, it. they were convicted for, it, yada yada. Um, but later on, this family purchased a plot of land, like a few, like I think it's like 150 feet away from the house where that happened, mm-hmm. and they built their own home there. And the moment that they completed the home, a ton of paranormal oh, stuff that started happening. Sucks. Yeah, it was like a ton. It was just a was bunch. Was there anything of- there? No, I think it was just because when you look at the at the house and you look at where it's at, it's kind of like the that particular home is kind of like in the hills of, of mm-hmm. California, so it was pretty empty. So it was just the home, and then down the road really there was like a by. yeah, like a little, literally 150 feet away. Yeah, it's nothing. You could it's walk. Next door. Yeah, yeah, you could walk down to the house. The father and the son and all of them, like, they wrote books about it. They did, like, a little documentary, I guess, about it, too. A bunch of... They said that there was a lot of just paranormal activity. Things opening and closing. They would feel presence of people. He said that Sharon Tate would, like, manifest and actually talk to you. He hear her speaking. Yeah, super, super, super crazy. Um, But I don't know. I mean, now the place is open for the public. Like, people can go there and um, actually do, like, lockdowns. That's true, because they have, like, all over L.A., I know, that they have, um, like, those, like, murder tours. Yes. Well, this one, you can actually go to the home and stay in a lockdown. They've had paranormal experts go in there and do, like, EVPs and do – they said there's, like, a really strange, like, the geomagnetic – force there is very strange it's extremely high for that area and it can affect people a lot they don't really understand why they there's like thoughts that it possibly was built like that area was an indian burial ground it's possible okay there's a lot of shit about the geo what is it the geomagnetic field so there's like a i don't know if it's a website or an app where you can find places 
like, like anywhere like in the country in that, that are yes so people like on it's been a thing mm-hmm. on tiktok like a certain part of tiktok like not yeah. a very a niche part of yes, TikTok, yes yeah of course surprise it pops up on my fucking feed <laughs> um that people will like use the app to find these places and they're like abandoned like it's usually things, places that have a lot of paranormal activity. It's so cool. That I'm a, like, I would like yes. to try so that. The specialists, the people who like do this for a living, they always, they associate like these changes in geomagnetic fields with like increased paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, they even suggest that it's possible that that area where the murders happened and the new home is used to be an Indian burial ground. So there's even more like creepy, spooky shit going on. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. I don't know. I mean, I don't have like specific things that have happened because they just said it's been like a slew. Just like yeah. every day there's different something, yeah. something different. But I mean, I'd be kind of interested to stay in one of those places one night. I'm not a skeptic. I definitely believe in the paranormal, but I feel like I also want to witness it and see it. Just like in like, you know how when we go to New Orleans, we always do the ghost tours and stuff. Yeah. Oh God, I would love to stay in like one of those places that are haunted. I really want to stay in like one of those haunted hotels, but the ones that are still running. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the one where there's <laughs> I don't want to stay in like, a used to be hotel that is abandoned. No, 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 no. I don't want to like squat somewhere. That's what I, I, I want to like. That's what I thought you meant. I was like, no, <laughs> no, no. I want a legitimate place. Um, there's that one. I can't remember the name of the place. I think it's called like Andrew Jackson Hotel or something. Possibly in New Orleans. with I, the kids. Yes, where yes. the children died because there was like a fire and they were mm-hmm. trapped in there. And they said that that place is bonkers, like, crawling. Craw- literally with little, crawling with little ghost with, children with little ghost children how creepy and they're like mischievous and they'll like hide your shit you'll find it I later mean, in a spot that like it does like your hairbrush will be in the fridge or something. honestly like, like i wouldn't be able to tell the difference between that because i'm always losing my stuff anyways i'd probably be like oh i guess i just did that in my in my craziness uh, and yeah. we're usually pretty intoxicated when we're in, in new orleans so. that's true so we probably but wouldn't realize i would like somebody to pull on my my blankets or something like that would be kind of oh, cool i love that you're inviting that <laughs> into, your, into your realm no ghost if you're listening please don't do that out of my house anyway maybe if i'm visiting somewhere it's fine but because i can leave you know so can they <laughs> god that's true they can come with me they little hitchhikers sometimes. did you see uh insidious yes they moved yeah it went with them <laughs> yeah that's true that's true you know what um i take everything i said back <laughs> the amount of times the amount of times that we've gone to new orleans and then i have my coworkers are like do not bring shit back with you i'm like no, we're, we're trying. I mean, we don't ever go. We don't ever stay anywhere paranormal. We stay at the Marriott. We stay at the Marriott. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Sponsor us. Let us stay at the Marriott. Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> Every time we go, we stay with you guys. Yeah. It's on Canal Street. It's very um, well. Centrally located. Centrally located. Yes, it is. Actually, fabulous place. But anyways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I think that that stuff is really interesting and cool. Do you, I mean, does like voodoo and stuff like that fall into the paranormal? Or is that now we're talking about supernatural? Um. Well, because voodoo is a religion, so. Well, I only ask because when I was doing my research about paranormal stuff, I was trying to look for a story to talk about. They brought up one where it was like, um, there's this one particular toxin that they give to people to like enter like a trance like state. Oh, yeah. And there was like movies and stuff made about it but i wasn't sure if that like fell into like you know going now that's more spiritual that's interesting though. yeah i feel like that's more spiritual because that could be or more supernatural i guess is the expression yeah like it's a like astral projection yes almost yeah or like yeah i think that would, would be yeah it. it's like an astral projection to, like which, get out of your body and for, like, yeah for yes. those who don't know it's it's your soul or your spirit leaving your body to like pretty much just go explore yeah. that realm which by the way the fbi published like a huge document 
they did a bunch of research and a bunch of experiments about astral projection in the 70s after a certain period of time. With all the like acid um, yeah. experiments? Yeah. Well, the, the acid experiments, yes, but this was like straight up astral projection, like sober. Um, they, because in after, I can't I think it's after 50 years, um, things become declassified in after the FBI. Oh, what the fuck? So they have to publish the stuff that they have. <sighs> And it came out, and people were talking about it about like astral projection and shit. That's that's pretty cool. Actually, that'd be a cool topic to talk about later. But, um, but yeah. So I mean, I was just asking because that's like actually another really cool aspect of like the unknown yeah. things that we don't understand. But when it comes to ghosts and to the paranormal, I mean, I've always been very receptive to it because my grandmother is super spiritual and she's very Same. like, you know, I'll tell you one creepy story, and it's haunted me my entire life. Fun. Can't wait to hear that before bed. So my grandmother used to live in Serena, La- Serena Lakes. Yes. Yes. So yeah. I went to middle school. Yes. Yeah. So right there, there's a there's a school, and there's also a suburban, you know, comp, you know, whatever area or whatever. And uh, my my grandma lived there, and they always had weird occurrences happen in that house. Always. I didn't particular. I don't think I'm the kind of person because I think you have to have a certain personality. You have to have a certain like thing about you to be receptive towards. Or sensitive towards um, spirits yeah. and stuff like that. I don't think I ever had that or ever had that gift, but my little cousin definitely. And I'll tell you why. When she was young, and she was like five years old, six years old, like she, my grandma didn't talk to her about this kind of stuff because she she didn't think she understood that. So also, she, it would make a person biased. Exactly, but she never she never talked about that with her. She only ever spoke the, about that stuff with me because I was I'm five years older than her, so I was already a little bit more aware of what was going on. But my cousin would always want me to play with her, right? And like, I'm oh, no. 11, she's six. I'm like, I don't want to freaking play with you. Like, you go out. We had this big backyard. Play with your imaginary friend. Hmm. I knew it. And yes. And so we had this huge backyard next to a canal. And my grandpa had like built a, a playground for us, like from scratch. Super cool. But I would usually just chill in the living room. And my little cousin would go outside and play by herself. And I remember one day she came in and she's like crying. And I was like, what, what's going on? She's like, no, it's just, you know, my friend or whatever. I'm like, who? What? It's just you and me. It was just literally me, her. I think my sister was there, but she was like sleeping or something. Or my grandma was like somewhere else. It was just like me and her in like in that area of the house. And um, I'm like, who's your friend? And she's like, it's this girl. But like she's out there sometimes she's not there but she was out there with me today and we were playing on the playground and she just keeps asking me these weird questions and i just don't want to be friends with her anymore i'm like what is she asking you like where is she and she's like i don't know she keeps asking me she doesn't have any eyes and she doesn't have any hair and she keeps asking me if she can have my hair and my eyes and i don't want to give them to her oh my god yeah and i was like (laughs) i literally was like what the fuck so, of course, I had to tell my grandma. My grandma was freaking out and stuff. And my cousin kept bringing... She's like... She wouldn't... She didn't tell me any more stories about it. But she kept... She would always tell my uh, grandma and my aunt and stuff. Her mother. About this little girl. And finally, at one point, you know, she stopped seeing her. But, you know, she would happen. And one time, I was in the living room. And I was sitting down just watching TV. And all of a sudden, it was nighttime. The stereo system randomly started blaring Mm. and i know my grandparents were very good about always disconnecting everything because they were very like electric electricity conscious 
it just started out of nowhere because I used to have a problem sleeping. So like I, I, I would stay up super late. I had like insomnia or whatever when I was a kid. And it just out of now I'm watching TV. It's everything super quiet. And it was blaring in the middle of the night. My grandma comes out. The show was plugged in. That was the only thing that was plugged in. Everything else was unplugged. It was very, very weird. My grandma always told me that when she would lit, when she was there by herself, she would see like things like, you know, spirits because she's very receptive to that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So the microwave would turn on by itself randomly all the time in the middle of the night and randomly would just where, Oh, Serena Lakes. I was like, where yeah. the fuck was this? Yep. Yep. Eventually they left that house, but uh, it was very, very hey. active. Icky. Yeah. So I, I didn't witness anything except for those two things. Those are the only things that I ever like. Not e- and I didn't even really witness them. It just happened. And yeah. So I don't know. No eyes. No eyes. No, no hair. hair. Ask for your eyes and your hair. Yeah. Girl. That's yeah. That's a, I was going to say Coraline, but Coraline had button eyes at least. And my little cousin was like five or six years old. So she had no idea what the hell was going on. She said, I'm going to give you my hair. What the fuck are you talking about? I need my eyes to see. Exactly. So she was, she's upset. She's like, Ugh, I can't stand this girl. <laughs> the worst. This greedy bitch. This greedy bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget that. Oh, oh my God. God. That was just like. Mm. Well, this was a good episode. I like this one. I know. Me too. It's spooky. Um, and we're spooky. So. So. Next month, we'll mm-hmm. do a true crime. Yeah, we, we discussed that we're going to alternate every month. Yeah. One paranormal, one true crime. And because paranormal is more your wheelhouse, David will take the bigger story. As you can tell, mine was pretty small. But then true crime, I'm going to do the... The big one. The big one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so cool. All right. We're starting to get a little... Get in a groove of a yes. schedule going on. Yeah. Thank you guys for your patience. I hope you enjoyed the New Year's Resolutions episode. That one was really good. Also, the the exes, ex best, ex friends, and ex boyfriends and girlfriends. That episode. The one about exes. That's yeah, it. <laughs> the one about exes. Um, that one's really good too. So take a listen to those if you haven't already. But the next one after this, what are we gonna talk about next? Do you know yet? We we'll have see a, how this weekend goes. I may you, you may know, do it. A- we may yeah. We have a couple of ideas, and we have some boards that we've already you know kind of thought about, and some content that we've already thought about and we're going to be in orlando this weekend so maybe we'll be coming up with some stuff you know yeah i'm bringing the mic bringing my laptop and we just have to figure out schedule we'll see we'll see where it goes but yeah this was amazing spooky i love it and hopefully i can sleep tonight because honestly now i'm thinking about demons under my bed i love it i'm gonna have a nightmare about a girl with no eyes and no hair cheers to that (laughs) love you guys love you bye bye